Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello and welcome back to the App Etches podcast. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. And today we have a lot to cover, including the drama between Kanye and Pete Davidson, a Real Housewives scandal, and some great TV updates. But first, Sammy, you're back. I know you guys had talked about uh, your trip on DST. I haven't listened to that episode. It's the first time in a long time that I'm like behind. (laughs) How dare you? But uh, how was your trip? Looked very fun. Looked like a uh, looked like a Fila ad. Well, that is funny that you say that because so one of our friends, this guy, what it's a guy who it is, is obsessed with Fila. <laughs> so for his birthday, like we threw him a surprise party on our roof, the hottest roof in town, as you know, the old roof. Uh, like two years ago, the old roof. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, part of like the surprise was that. Everyone wore these jackets because he like loves Fila jumpsuits. He has like a hundred of them. Jumpsuits, okay. The sweatsuits. Like <laughs> Fila sweatsuits are his nap dresses for me. Okay, so it'd be like if we threw you a party and we all wore nap dresses. That would be like Sammy's dream. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That would be my dream. They wouldn't have to be matching if you do that. You should have a a nap dress mandatory party. Okay, like, well. I'm planning you a big birthday this year. She, she is planning a big birthday. I'm planning a big birthday this year. So. Oh, yeah. 33 is a huge yeah, one. Save right? the date of April. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a, like a big... I haven't had a birthday party in 10 years. Sammy, I was at your birthday party last year. That was like <laughs> not a big birthday. It was on the roof. You had masks she wants made. To, she wants you to had throw masks. a rager. It was on the roof. I want to throw a real rager, okay? Doesn't count because it was on the roof. <laughs> save the weekend of April 1st. Because we have a wedding on my actual birthday weekend. So just make sure you're around April 1st. April 1st? You I'm here. Good. You, good. Should send out save the da- you should send out save you the dates. Should. Sammy's, Sammy's <laughs> huge 33rd. Bash. Yeah, Sammy's- your nap dresses beforehand. Be sure to have them. So it's a Friday night. That's great. I'm going to put it down for 8 p.m. Okay. Good, <laughs> good plan. Um, anyway. So we had those sweatsuits from that past birthday. So we were like, we should bring them and wear them to Opry Ski. Because it's like clowny. Like, yeah, yeah. it's pretty clowny. Fun. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we did that. Um, but yeah, that was fun. It was a very fun trip. Yeah. I feel like you're now, you're like a European ski girl. Like, you're like, that's like a new level of like pretentious, but like in a good way. Like in, a <laughs> desi- like in an aspirational I've, way. <laughs> okay. I've been skiing in Europe one time. But now you can say I ski, I ski in Europe. We, we are going back to with my mom to Switzerland, me and Avi. So after we do that, I can say I ski in Europe. But right now I can only say I have skied in Europe once. And then you can say things like, oh, in like in France, the skiing is like this yeah. or like. Well, she, in, in the story, she was like, the well, I had to, she in the story, she's like, I had to go from like Mirabel to Courchevel. And it was so far. <laughs> it was really far. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> I think just the nature of skiing in Europe just sounds like a whole new level of like. It's like, it's like Sonia saying Stadt. <laughs> Okay, you're going to laugh. That is actually where we're going. 
Just bring the Morgan, bring the Sage family slippers. Morgan letters. <laughs> Sammy totally would have s- s- Sage family slippers, like to go with the nap if dress. He would. Don't give me any ideas. <laughs> yeah, I have that idea now. Uh, if I ever want to go European skiing, I'm open. I'm I'm free. You know, so let me know. I don't know. See, I have a love hate relationship with skiing. I know. It's we like still got I know. when we were kids. Yeah. I know. I used to go with Aileen's family a lot when we were kids. And we used to go also with like like our other friends' families. We would go all the time. Yeah. I really didn't love love it. I don't like being cold, really. That's no, we know that. You like the sun. Yeah. I do. I just yeah. don't. It's like, aren't aren't you just... Un- I know you have a kind of a low bar for discomfort. Aren't you like just un- uncomfortably cold like all the, all day? So no, because you get you really get hot when you're doing it. You get it. warm outfits. You get, yeah. You also get really like hot when you're doing it. Like it takes, like I still really put in, it's so much work. You also have to like walk there with this closing the stuff. I get why it's really annoying. It's just that I enjoy when I'm doing it enough that I'm willing to just be a little annoyed for, you know, right. the time it takes to get there and like you're holding your shit and, by the, and then you're like so hot. So it's like, <laughs> you know, from... Getting dressed. They should have a warm weather apre ski, like apre, like beach volleyball or something. <laughs> Isn't that just lunch? Oh my god, Avi would love that. He loves beach volleyball. No, but it could be like He's a party. extremely passionate about it. Great, Avi and I will start an apre beach volleyball. Club. You and Avi have a lot of similar. He also bought Monopoly Deal, so where he's trying to get me to play games during dinner. Nice. Well, um, I did, we we taught. Chess. Oh, you I, taught. I them, taught. Right? I taught Sammy Monopoly Deal. Yes. Yes. And she we won. Did. That's yes, impressive you that you win. taught her. I cannot stand to teach anyone anything. I'm like the worst teacher. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm just like, this is <laughs> like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Was I a good teacher? Oh, for me? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, we, yeah, we were, we we were amazing. I don't know that I remember exactly how to play because that was the only time I've ever played. <laughs> so but, maybe a bad teacher. <laughs> no, no, good teacher, but I just need to be like, I need to do it one more time. Because of, yeah, Mila started crying. We didn't get the opportunity to play another round where Sammy used her skills and applied right. them to her own round. Maybe she was crying because you didn't invite her to play. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Probably. I on the property. <laughs> um, all right, should we talk about pop culture? We should. Yeah, we should. Let's do it. Um, where do we start? Should we start with Kanye? Yeah, let's let's briefly discuss Kanye and Pete Davidson. Yeah, so the news. He released a track, a diss track, as they call it, um, where he was talking about Pete Davidson. He says, God save me from that crash just so I can beat Pete Davidson's ass. But this also is kind of at the same time as Kanye's kind of like following Kim around. Like he, he bought, like a, bought house a house across from yeah. her. Yeah, he's apparently like going where she and Peter going, and she had to like. I thought they were plans. like amicable. Like, didn't he come with her to like the SNL thing? Like, weren't they friends for a while? Who knows what happened? I don't know if it's like I think Connie's very erratic person, and she probably was trying to keep him at bay for a minute. If I were her, I'd be like, oh, he would do fucking anything, you know. So I mm-hmm. would be a little freaked out. Well, well, what, what, but why would he do anything? What has he done? He could run his mouth about like okay, any but, number of things at any time. Right. But so that would she. be no, but like what? She should try to set him up with someone. Then he'll be like distracted. He's with Julia Fox. He's with Julia. Oh, right. Right. So if he's with her, isn't she like, why are you stalking your ex-wife? Well, he's not stalking her. He's trying to spend time with his children. So I don't like he, <laughs> he seems she's very, very fine with it that he's already putting Pete in a lyric. OK, but 
okay that i fucking love diss tracks i think that's so fun like i love a I mean, musical a, feud <laughs> it's a smart marketing move too because yeah. like you get i wouldn't have heard about this he even had a new song if not for that okay so also on top of the story kim threw chicago a birthday party and she did not tell Kanye where it was. He put out a video like saying, like talking shit about it. He's like, Kim, it's not letting me go to the party. I've called everyone to help me. I called Kylie. I called Courtney. I called whatever. I saw the video and I thought it was a parody. I thought somebody dubbed his voice as a joke over him speaking to a camera. I did not understand that that was real. I even sent it to our mutual friend Alexa. I was like, haha, this is hilarious. I thought this was real. But like later I found out it was real. And but then he did find his way to the party. But um, <laughs> lost his way. I think one of the family members helped him get there. I don't remember which one, but yeah, he was said he was just trying to see go to with the birthday party, which I don't I do just wanna I do just wanna point out like he has done a lot of really erratic things just in general, but also about a week ago, he was accused of battery of a photographer. Yeah. So in Los Angeles. So that was a week ago. It's still obviously being like investigated because it's like pretty new, but do you think Kanye has a therapist? (laughs) Imagine, imagine be, I I feel like no, I I feel like, I feel like he doesn't at this moment, but maybe I feel like he's one of those people who wouldn't believe in therapy. Well, he doesn't like to take his medication because he's like, I believe he if is. He's medi- if he's medicated, he probably has a doctor, a psychiatrist. Like, does he have a therapist? You know. Um, but so anyway, they're like apparently not on good terms. <laughs> and um, according to the news, Kim and Pete have increased their security personnel. But OK, if you've increased your security personnel, great. But like stop telling the whole world where you are in staten island like right like you, you're i mean telling every all of this feels very like not tribe like, yeah yeah not if real I were, if i were pete davidson i would just like bow out like, no what is pete davidson doing what do you mean he's too happy go lucky like in that the way most that. famous he's going to get i mean it's probably fun for him yeah if it's even like real to be honest i have a feeling it's the, okay real the word real is so not like a firm word because it's like, re- what is real? They're not claiming that they're the loves of each other's lives. They're just going out for pizza, you know? No, real really meaning go- like, is this feud really as oh the feud. crazy as it seems? Like, is she actually really dating him for real, real? And like, is this all, you know... A thing they came up to get with together to get everybody to stop talking about Tristan. Like, like I don't know. You know, you never know. I, I believe anything with them. I wish there would one day be like the big book of the Kardashians and it explains what really happened with everything that happened. Maybe there will be one day once right. sort of like not all diamonds and rosé for the Kardashians. Once Chris is like over when she's like reaches a certain age, maybe she'll do that. She's like, I don't have the energy to like keep doing this. I'm just going to write about everything I did do. Well, okay. I read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which was so good. And that was kind of like what the vibe was. Like she was revealing. Oh, I want to. It was really was that, good. That was good. I've, really it's on my, good. my book list. Okay. So good. Oh, I'll read it. I'll read it. Petra's Book Club. I need another book. I don't have any books like that like will grip me like that. Every book, every book is like girl in the closet or the <laughs> shower. Girl in the closet girl in the window. Shower. 
girl yeah. in the shower closet girl under the desk on her computer <laughs> like that's like literally or it's like me his and ours <laughs> right yeah. we need another gone girl like where is that woman who wrote gone girl? jillian flynn yeah she wrote Rolling like two money. other books i know but they weren't as good as gone girls yeah I nothing know. is gonna be as good we need a new gone girl that's not gone girl yeah, like someone a new write type it. of book. I feel like I could do that. I just don't really have time. We have a lot of Zoom meetings. Like I could write, <laughs> write the next. Like I, I could write the next Gone Girl and also um, recreate Starry Night. But Here like I just book. don't have. I could do the next Starry Night and the next Gone Girl, but I just don't have the time. Guys, I got a new book title: <laughs> Girl on Zoom Meeting. <laughs> that is Girl that on is Zoom. It. Girl, Girl on Zoom. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Lux Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Let's talk about Jenny from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because that is a big thing this week. Sammy, explain it. Okay, so basically, I don't know why it happened yesterday, but somebody found her old Facebook, which was active yesterday. And they found basically a lot of memes. You can look at some of the examples on at probably by Betch's Instagram account. We put like a few samples there, but those weren't even the worst ones. You would have to go on Reddit and I can send it to you. Obviously, I'll send you guys the link. <laughs> So basically went through her whole Facebook and she had posts from like mid 2020 and they were basically imagine, you know, the whole like racist uncle archetype, right? Just imagine what the Facebook feed of that person would look like. And that was what Jenny's Facebook feed looked like. So one of the ones that we, what we showed was on Bravo by Betches is it's like a cartoon of a woman and a car, and you know those car stickers that are like the whole family, you know, like stick figures yeah. of the family. It had like a bunch of those stick figures on the car, and then the speech bubble was like, "These are like the protesters I've hit. Like these aren't oh my, my kids. These are the protesters I've hit." And then there's like a lot Jenny. of just, Jesus. oh, it's it's like MAGA City, like that, like is the right. is the vibe. It's very it's very like anti black, like very anti BLM, like very pro police and then just i think i saw a lot of pro police stuff yeah yeah and then there were like like some very brutal images and it's all from like bullshit news sources and i'll just send it to you and you can see but it was very surprising coming from her um 
And it's also interesting that it comes out right after those episodes aired about like where she was getting mad at Mary for, for, for making like, racist the comments about eyes her eyes comment. Mm-hmm. So people were like, why? Then they're like, well, why did she come for Mary? You know, whatever. There's no heroes here. But um, yeah, that's basically what happened. And then she posted an apology, but the apology had lies in it. Like that was not a deactivated account. People found it yesterday or two days ago at this point. So it was not deactivated. Right. And if it was, it was so that she could go on TV. Right, right. It was. Right. She created a new Facebook account as her like main account. And that's like the TV account, obviously. Right. And then she also said like, I've, I've, uh, I don't th- think those things anymore, but it's like you literally posted them a year and a half ago. It's right. not, you know, there's no way that she, her mind changed. And since then, like who, no one's mind changed since then. <laughs> I really just, I don't really like anyone on the show. I think that's why I don't like this show. Salt Lake City. Yeah. I'm I'm going to ditto that. The only person I like, and I've been laughing at every single thing they say, has been Heather. She's been really funny. Like, her commentary has been funny. But everyone else, they don't like each other. They're screaming. They're hiding things about each other, which is very obvious. Um... And things that we've read also, like, have you read the the rumor, again, alleged rumor that, like, Jen Shaw and Meredith Marks had, like, were hooking up with the same guy from in New York City. And then also when? then a recent one came out that they've hooked up with each other. And, like, what? yes. And then that's, like, <laughs> underlying things. Like, you, you felt a sense of it in the last episode where, like, Jen was like, "I, you want me to say things about you and you're like 14 boyfriends? And then Meredith's like, you can say whatever you want. I, yeah, say it, say it, honey. Like, I I can say I anything about yeah. you. I know everything. Like, so it's, it's it, there's a lot like under the surface. Meanwhile, I find Whitney like kind of annoying. She's just getting drunk and just whatever. Mary has no, like Mary's not friends with anyone. Right. right. Yeah, I don't know why Meredith like takes her side. Their friendship is not believable. It's there's something marrying the two of them. Right. Obviously, there's, there's no thread holding them together. Another thing I think about them, many of the women to me read as incredibly sketchy. Pretty much every person other than Heather and Whitney reads to me as like something fucking sketchy is going on that we're not seeing. I don't really know what it is. Right. But with Heather and Whitney, I do believe that they are who they are. And the reason I think is that their main like controversy of adulthood was leaving Mormonism. So they were too busy like leaving Mormonism to scam elderly people or, or whatever else these other people are doing. I think you can look at each uh, Mary, obviously, Jen, now Meredith, there's something going on there. And then Lisa Barlow with her four tequila companies out of Mormon, Utah that not one person has ever heard of. <laughs> something is up there she's great entertainment but like i don't know i want to take a closer look and then you just <laughs> like heather, heather, and whitney, <laughs> heather and whitney just sort of are like i feel like they kind of mostly are who they are so i don't know every yeah. time they're all together i just feel like it's kind of like you put a bunch of people who are not friends and don't like each other like on a road trip together yes. and it just seems like extremely forced they're all like exhausted they don't want to be here you're not supposed like a housewife's main plot should not be i don't want to be here which is meredith's right. entire <laughs> line like everywhere she goes i don't want to be here i don't want to be here i don't want to be here it's like that's unrealistic she would just not who gives go. a shit in yeah. a real world she would just not go literally like and then whitney's like 
forcing that. She's trying to stir the pot in a way, but it doesn't like, the drama's not like, I don't care. The funny, Mary's like punk on Whitney and telling her to wear like a different theme was the most childish thing I have ever seen. Like for somebody to do that, like in a non-endearing way, like not as like a joke on a friend, but like just to fuck with someone. As a mean makes, thing. Makes right. no sense. With no basis of friendship. Like it just doesn't make any sense. It's so different than like, like do you remember in the last season of uh, New York, where like they're all they know Sonia's lying and they're like making fun of her. They're like right. asking her questions because they know she's. Yeah. But at least that's like ba- you know they have like a structural friendship that like has happened before that to where it makes it not like all- we so weird to watch. Yeah, yeah, because they have all this built-in friendship. The thing that stands out to me even more though, like which was very apparent in this last episode, was they're just. Jen especially is just yelling at each other. First of all, it makes me very conscious of never wanting to yell one thing ever again. <laughs> but like, it's just, it, it is, you don't want to watch this. Like, it's like not a good look for women. <laughs> just like shouting at each other. And I also felt Lisa Barlow, like, like Jen was just attacking her, attacking yeah. her, attacking her. And Lisa's like, I'm at my limit. Please stop. Get the fuck out of my face. Like, I was I I felt her there like she what what she says I'm retreating I'm retreating like go go away and then Jen is just like wants to beat the shit out of her like I was just like yeah. what, what this Jen isn't is good. just ranting all fucking season if you if you turn on the show at any given point her just like screaming and like having a tantrum like no one really wants to have someone have a tantrum every all the time week. yes like you could have one per season yeah. and it's like entertaining but every single episode it's just like this is annoying you're annoying me. Right. One per season is about my rate of tantrums. So sounds good. <laughs> I actually think the show would have been better if like there weren't so many weird re- dynamics and the only thing to uncover was Mary's church cult. I think that if like everyone was sort of on that page that that's what like this season was about, that could have mm-hmm. made a very, very interesting season if they had kind of gone Megan King Edmonds on it rather than focusing on like Jen and like these weird alliances. And yeah. Also if Meredith was anti-Mary, that would have also been interesting because I feel like she would have been on top of some things. That said, if like fast forward a few episodes, they do uncover what is the alliance between Mary and Meredith? Like what is going on behind the scenes that connects all of the plot lines? That then would be interesting. But all of that said, like Jenny's like posts, do you think that means, do you think she's not going to be invited back? No, right? Like, what do you think? I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't invite her back as a friend. I don't think she was like that outstanding of a housewife that they like need to have her back if it's going to cause issues. Yeah, I don't enjoy watching her that much anyway. So she, I, you know, I, I, I you know like who I find her daughter. Her kids. Yeah, I <laughs> yes. was going to say, her, her yeah. kids are like really, are way better enter t- TV than she is. Like they're like, they seem like really smart and really like, yeah. quick and they're like have huge personalities. Like I do enjoy watching her kids, but I don't enjoy watching her. Imagine they get invited back and she doesn't. <laughs> I get excited when they come on the screen. Like the girl is so funny. Yeah. But, and like seems really smart. Yeah. Um, really smart. Can you give me the recipe for mac and cheese? It's on the box. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. 
But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip, no problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Let's talk about Summer House and Kyle and Amanda. Amanda. Oh, yes. You know, I was really rooting for them and I kind of felt like they had worked through a lot of their stuff. And I guess maybe I was blinded by the pandemic year that <laughs> sort of tamed Kyle a bit. But no bueno. Not, not good. Well, here... Yeah, here's the thing about like this relationship is like there are times when they seem so good on TV and I think everyone sort of like overinvests in that. Like in the Winter House thing when he was like crying because mm-hmm. he couldn't find her, everyone's like, "Oh, Kyle's so in love." It's like No, that's codependency. Right. It's that's also why just they like have cute moments cuz they are codependent. Right. It's like a very much a roller coaster of things. And I think like the thing you have to think about through their their relationship was entirely built on reality TV pretty much. Like when when the show started, the first season, he's she's like 24 and he's like kind of hooking up with her, but like hooking up with a bunch of other people. And then like she joins the show as like a permanent cast member, like moves into the house and like people liked them. And I think that that like fandom of the people kind of rooting for them probably made them stay together a lot longer than they would have if it's interesting. they were just a well, regular also- couple. She also doubled down on that whole thing by leaving her job like she could have done her own kind of thing. But she left that and then went to work for him. And he apparently is in quite a bit or the company maybe has quite a bit of debt, like millions. And I'm not sure if that's like a business loan or if it's like he's on the hook for it. There's no way Bravo is not invested in this company. They show it constantly. No, but they definitely have they probably have a percentage, but they're not putting in money. Right. They have like a percentage for 
constantly advertising Loverboy on the show. Right. I think that Loverboy will probably get bought by like a bigger alcohol company because it is very popular and it does have like a really strong like place in the space. But I wonder how well it's actually doing if merch is like half of their business, as he said. And I just wonder if she didn't like there, there is a lot of financial stuff in here. And like even the existence of the contract that if he also that he has to pay her back. Right. Right. Exactly. But, but he can't pay her back without hurting her finances. You know what I mean? So it's sort right. of like, it's, it, it's so they're too tied. To, they're tied together yeah. in so many, in every single aspect of their lives, in the show, in their business, they live together, they're getting married. It's like, there's a lot on the line. It's like if we all entered into a three-way marriage. <laughs> so right. That would be like a real, and we were yeah, together. Like if we, if the three of us lived together. together. Yeah. Yeah. For those who haven't seen the episode, um, in the season premiere, it was revealed, Amanda revealed, um, that Amanda's parents made Kyle sign a contract stating that he would pay them back every penny for the wedding if, you know, the wedding's called off due to his drinking. But then Kyle says on Watch What Happens Live, actually, that it was Amanda's plan. The parents didn't propose that. That was Amanda's plan. And I agree to it because I want to have a stake in the game. Skin in the game. <laughs> Skin in yeah. the game. Besides, um, besides the whole legal wedding thing. Right. Besides the wedding. <laughs> You know what else was surprising to me? The fact that like they're like, especially on Watch What Happens Live, where he's like, I was supposed to have like the the contract was to make me have like a financial like skin in the game, and it's also like Kyle is like forty years old. Like he's not kidding. He wasn't paying any money towards his wedding. He's forty years old. He's Amanda's parents are paying for the entire thing, and he's forty. I think that's very weird, right? Well, because he put in all the finances in Lo- Lover Boy. I'm sorry, he's 39. Correction, he's 39. He's almost 40. I, I still, I like them. <laughs> they looked happy at their wedding, like happy to get married. But I then, like them. But then you sort of look at it and it's like, if these were my friends, I'd be like, this is not a good idea. I think also though, okay, so watching Watch What Happens Live and Kyle said that they watch every episode together and this one they did not watch. Um, I think that they were just embarrassed for both of their behavior, like, Amanda probably feels bad that she talked about that because she was also drunk and he probably felt bad for everything that he said and did. And it was just, it just like made their relationship look. I do wonder like how they get to the place of getting married. Cause he does say that he's like, it's hard to watch because you know, three months later we got married. So it's just, it was a tough one. Well, to me, it's obvious how they get to the place of getting married. Like this is their relationship. It's not like this is a one-off thing. Like they, they she said they had a fight about this a week ago or two weeks ago it's clearly like they're on and they're like there's highs and their lows it's like a roller coaster relationship and like clearly his drinking is like the crux of their issue and he seems to have absolutely no desire to like change his drinking habits yeah that to me is like the main thing it's like he doesn't seem to care at all about changing his every time he drinks that's when she gets upset he stays out later he's ignoring her calls and she's like and that's the issue. And he, there's no part in any of this where he's like, I'm going to try to drink less. Not even not drink, just drink less. Well, he claims that he only does this in the summer. And it's like, okay, well, you're doing that at the expense of your relationship. Yeah, but I'm sure also, which then adds the other layer that like they need to sort of create this drama to stay on the show. And the show is part of their relationship. So it's like really right. a fucked, it's, it's a fucked up cycle a little bit. 
um well, that said i am rooting for them <laughs> well i can't Im- here's the thing i can't imagine if someone if if someone cheated on me if someone got so black out that they cheated on me and didn't remember and part of the solution of us getting back together wasn't them deciding to drink much less because clearly like that clearly was never part of the solution for the fact that like they they he cheated on her and that happened when he was blackout right. drunk so he says and like part of the resolution to that clearly was not that he would drink less so to me it's like the 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 issue has just never been addressed i have two comments on that you're you're so right cuz that is the like if there's a chicken and egg in a codependent relationship the person who's drinking and doing the things is no offense they're the beginning of it like she's an enabler clearly like she could leave like if she you know obviously she doesn't want to actually leave and she has a lot of incentives not to leave but the fact that he knows she will never actually do anything about it is why he's like you know what fuck it i'll stay out two hours later than every other person and not answer her it's like, why wouldn't you just answer her or text her back? Like it's, he clearly has such a little low respect for her that it's, it's really baffling. Right. And even the way he described it was like, I was already in trouble. So like I saw 15 missed calls and I was like, I'm already in trouble. I'm just going to like, was rough. <laughs> I'm going to like double down and just like right, do whatever yeah. the hell I want, which is kind of like, going to be mad. Why would you? And you're on camera. Like, you're going to have to explain your your behavior. I guess when you're drunk, you're not thinking about that. But with the exception, though, of a lot of what happened in this episode, I do think they know they need to stir, create drama for them to stay on the show. It seems real, though. It does. I said, with the exception of a lot of what happened in this one, like him going and not answering her texts, with the exception of this episode. Right. Like, in, I think that that's probably part of it. They know they need to, like, stay on i'm sure that's part although it did, he was so drunk that i don't think he was like acting in that thing because he definitely appears extremely drunk i also think he revels in like the fame of being on the show like when they showed the bravo footage of him at southampton social he's clearly like taking pictures with fans and like like sort of like again doubling down on that like summer house personality of his that he like clearly the fans like he's taking pictures with girls who like want to take pictures with him like I, if I were her, I would be like, of course he could black out and cheat on me again. There's people who are like, he has yeah. a, a fame. People are, it's not like he has to even like, a, he has to aggressively go out and like find someone to sleep with. Like he has a lot of fans. They're at this place for the show. Like to me, it would be like, not if, but when, if he's done it before and he didn't remember, supposedly, I don't know. I don't fully believe that he didn't remember though. The thing is, this is going to come out immediately. Like it'll show up on Dumois the next day. Like everyone will know the second he cheats on her. And it's just sad because she probably see like likes to some degree, like being the one to like tame the king of summer house, you know, but she isn't. And she keeps getting fucked over and she could truly do so much better. Like I could see her being with like a stable very successful guy who treats her well. She seems like a good friend, pretty much like a good family girl. Like she really could do so much better. And it is like kind of sad that she has to like go through it to, I don't know. I don't really understand how you could be like in therapy. And then he's the therapy clearly is not working. Like he's still doing these really fucked up things. And right. Did the therapist ever suggest that he drink less? (laughs) Like, I don't see how a therapist could not suggest <laughs> that he drink less. His behavior is documented. 
Right. And all their issues even, are around here's them. Here's the thing. Even if, even if, even if, let's say the behavior is fine, it really upsets Amanda and that's his wife. So it's not, I don't think it's, I also don't even think it's fine to like go out and then like you're with your wife me and then you don't go home with her and then you ignore her calls for four, three or four hours. To me, I don't think that's like, even if she was like, it didn't upset her. I wouldn't right. think that would be like yeah, appropriate behavior. It's disrespectful. Did you, so Carl, Carl talking about Lindsay on the watch what happens live felt so weird, right? Yeah. There was something weird about that whole thing. Well, he was he he was shy. He, it seemed like he was really shy about it because I mean he's sober now. I'm sure it's very hard to like now be on television after being you know being sober. He goes to AA meetings to keep up with it. Like that's I'm sure extremely difficult. So having to like talk about his new relationship with Lindsay, who drinks. I don't know. It's I'm sure it's challenging. But yeah, it did seem a little funny. But I'm I'm gonna chalk it up to him being shy about it and it's hard it's it's hard to be earnest on tv maybe i don't know there's something about that i didn't believe two questions do you think they have chemistry and do you think that they are gonna like you know go the distance no i don't think they're going the distance i think they're kind of using each other for a plot line and also i think it's hard to i don't think Lindsay's using him who i think when you're on a reality show Anyone you date has this whole vision of you as this person on a reality show and it becomes a huge part of your relationship with whoever you're dating. It's easier to date someone who's already in that world. That's why they're all dating people from the show. Even Paige and even Lindsay in the beginning of the season are still seeing people from a previous, from like winter house. So I don't know. I just think like they're a convenient plot line for each other. Like where else do they, do their storylines really go to date each other is a great plot line. And I, I don't think it'll last post the show. I'm feeling very romantic and I hope it lasts. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe but they are best friends. That's real. I guess. Y- yeah. I mean, maybe the fact that Carl <laughs> changed his, his life quote unquote, or is like trying to. And now he, this is when he like is willing to date Lindsay. I don't think he would date her for PR. I just, I, I don't. I don't either. I think, I, I think he would be like, I don't want to fuck with that for PR. I think he would only do it if he really wanted to give it a shot. And maybe kind of, they've known each other a really long time. They've definitely like kind of tried this before. Who knows why that really didn't work out? Like I could, I don't know if it'll be, who knows what the relationship's actually like, but I could see them lasting like a year at least. I just see the challenge is Lindsay gets activated and she drinks a lot and her behavior is, I'm sure, going to be hard for Carl, who's sober. Like, I can see that being a big problem. But like, OK, it's sort of the opposite of the codependency. If Carl is like sober and trying to live in a a different way than he did before, like a more values oriented way, let's say, he will provide more security for her naturally so that she'll it'll be less. easier. Not even no, I don't know if she'll drink less, but it it will, I think, be probably over time she will start to feel more secure in that relationship. And if he's constantly being like sober and rational and he really cares about her, then I could see it sort of working. I That's I what I'm know. saying. I, yeah. I think yeah. I think maybe it'll be a challenge, but I all but relationships I think, take work. I just I get a real hopeless romantic today. I want everyone Aileen's just to be in a, together in a mode. forever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's nice. You know, it won't be great reality TV. <laughs> no. 
I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to NUULY.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's NUULY.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's talk about more TV. Um, uh, Let's start with it just like that. Let's talk about last week. Let's just talk about last week. Okay, so this was the episode with the, it opens with the seasons changing. A few months have passed. Charlotte is throwing an auction with her chic friend, Lisa Todd Wexley. Um, The part that really stuck out to me was how Carrie invites Che to perform at it. Knows Miranda is kind of really into Che and that Che is going to be there. And Carrie doesn't tell Miranda. That's the wildest thing I've ever heard. Like, Carrie doesn't give that? a shit about anyone. I was like, literally, the one recurring theme, the recurring theme in every single episode is that Carrie brings every single problem back to big dying and and mi- trying to minimize it in relation to big dying. Everything yes. is like, oh, like you think this is a tragedy? Like big died. Like 
oh, like you want to redo, like you want to facelift, but like big died. It's kind of like everything is made about herself. Nothing is an issue as much as it is for her. No, she literally said I win to Anthony about yes. her situation being worse. Like, well, competition. Every time they sit down to like, you know, their dinners or whatever. Also, I like how they're casually trying to replace Samantha um, <laughs> as that fourth seat. They're like Although auditioning. I really, I really do like her. <laughs> Seema? Yeah, I like Seema. But every time they sit down, it's like it carries problems. It's Carrie's talking about her problems. And then in this new episode, I'm not going to give anything away, but they sit down and Miranda launches into something and Carrie goes, well, I'll just, I guess my little problem with my roommate's going to have to wait. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Miranda launches into like a big update, like life update. <laughs> And I don't know if that was like part of the joke. Like, was were the writers like making fun of Carrie? I wasn't sure. Right? What. Are they in on it? Yeah. Like, I, I'm trying to figure that out. I think the writers know because that's sort of the defining characteristic of Carrie in so the observant viewer's mind <laughs> is that she's just very self centered, and and she she really only sees the world through Carrie's eyes. Ever. Right. Well, the show is kind of through Carrie's eyes, but she right. only wants the conversation to be about her. You know, right, right. Like if she were a good friend, she would have said something to Miranda or ever like initiated a conversation. Like she doesn't even initiate the conversations about the fact that Miranda is like trying to be sober or cheating on her husband. Like she's very much like, oh, you want to talk about that? Like, I guess we <laughs> can talk about that. Problem. <laughs> but what about um, my husband who died? Yeah. She's like, and, and even when they're at like that picnic outside, Charlotte's like, you didn't know and you didn't tell me and Carrie, like you could tell Carrie's thinking like, yeah, I didn't care. So that's why I didn't tell you. Like I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is weird because even I think very self-centered people do care about interesting stuff like that, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think it's pro- partially though, like harder because you have, they have to like drive the plot forward. Um, and it drove the plot forward for Miranda to bump into Che. Right, right, but but it could have also happened that Miranda was like nervous for Che to be, you know, it could have gone a, right, a different Mar- way and still happened. Carrie was only nervous because her Tinder date was there, and then she sent her friend outside the party to go. St- like, why would he even? Like, why does everyone cater? Like, coddling her? Like, I yeah. if, if you if we were at a party and you were like, oh, that guy, some guy I went on a date with is here, like. I feel really uncomfortable. I'd be like, okay, well, like, I'll see you later. I wouldn't be like, oh, let me like leave the party, go like figure out when he's coming and going, and then like let you know. And like, why? Like, like, security guard? Who is doing this for her? Like, why is everyone just like obsessed with making Carrie as comfortable as humanly possible? Well, I think they're getting away with it because the the show is getting away with it because Carrie just experienced this big loss, no pun intended. And. That's like, so they're all sort of just, you know, oh, how can I be a better friend and make you feel good? Right. <laughs> I, I actually thought the vomit date scene was great. I, like I was that a little yeah, confused. That, that was a, I liked that scene a lot. It felt very original Sex in the City, just kind of whimsical. Here's the thing. She acted like it was so embarrassing after. And I'm like, you both threw up. Like you both yeah. were really drunk. Like this isn't like that big of a deal it would be way worse if you threw up on him only but he did it's it's almost kind of i felt it was a little bit romantic that it was you know like their first kind of yeah each of their first dates and it ended with them very drunk and like okay that's not that big of a deal why is this guy at this auction because i think he works with the school he's a teacher okay he's a teacher 
He's a teacher. He's a math teacher. He works at the school that the fundraiser is for. Small world. <laughs> yeah, small world. Can't believe right. that happened. The one guy she matched with happens to be at yeah. one event that also Che is at, yeah. surprisingly. <laughs> uh, right. Also, Che is everywhere. Like, why Why is Che at every single event ever that they all do together? Right. You know, who, Charlotte was was the most annoying when she wouldn't apologize to Harry. Yeah. I right? hated I think, that. Okay, but I think she's stressed out. And then the whole out. patriarchy thing. It's like that had nothing to do I with this. I think Charlotte right. is stressed out. I also, think she's Char- Charlotte is the most regressive of all of the characters. She literally yeah. like just married Trey because he had a Park Avenue apartment, and now she's trying to talk about like the patriarchy. But I think the point is is that she is stressed about like she's stressed out, like she needs to catch up with everything that is going on to get with her children who are quickly changing as well. So I think that's like what Charlotte's evolution is going to be, and I think it's kind of interesting, like. I mean, it's it was clearly like she was having a tantrum. Like that wasn't real. Like Harry was right, but I think that's mm-hmm. what we were supposed to think. Like I think right. she's just really stressed out about everything that's happening. I imagine she is. Yeah, I think that makes sense because both her best friend and her daughter are having these like major changes with their gender and sexuality, and she's probably. I can't wait till you guys watch this new episode. <laughs> okay. Nothing like um, crazy. I mean, actually, something crazy does happen, but I want to talk about it so badly. Um, well, give you something to look forward to next week. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it next week. Um, can we talk about Yellow Jackets? Okay, so we want to talk about Euphoria, but we're not going to today because we talk about um, Euphoria on DST, um, our our show, Back for Seconds. So go check that out. But it's a, it's a subscription show. So if you want to hear it, subscribe. Um, so we're going to talk about yellow jacket sammy i know you're not interested but i think you should watch it since have watched it i'm gonna give it another try i just need to close my eyes for like the gross shit there's not that much of it there's not that much the the finale aired last week i liked the finale some things i some things uh, are very weird annoying like really annoying yeah i mean spoilers ahead but first of all i just couldn't get over the accent at the reunion of the friend (laughs) i know (laughs) Like, what? Wh- where, where did that come from? Why does she have a queen's accent? She didn't have one when she was young, and like none of the other people do. Where? Where is the school? <laughs> Jersey, New Jersey. Oh, so she's a Jersey accent, but none of no one else has that accent. Yeah, that and she didn't weird. have it when she was like sixteen in the show. Right, right. Yeah, it's really heavy Jersey accent. It's like to remind you that they're from Jersey. I forgot right. that they're from Jersey. That's actually really funny. Um. Yeah, I liked the finale. I thought, again, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I can't believe the husband would ever do that. Like, it makes no sense why he would jeopardize, like, first of all, her relationships with these people. He would right. physically go, like, pick up gun. this money right. with a yeah. gun. Like, that doesn't... Is he stupid? Like, is he supposed to be a stupid, like, happy-go-lucky kind of, like, husband? Like, is that his vibe? I think he is supposed to be, like, kind of stupid. Right, because he says even like when he's talking about Jackie, he's like, "I was just the high school boyfriend," like right. kind of like implying that like it was clear that like she was going to do better than him once she left, and also kind of like that. Um, Shauna would also have like if had that she not kind of gone through this plane crash right. thing, like also would have gone to Brown and found someone like a lot better than him. I Which think she he's says, sort of, right. yeah. But I um, agree, it would be like that's your big idea. Like if you're in debt, that's. That's your idea. And yet you go can go to Saks and buy her dress. First of all, two dresses. First of all, like, 
how do you know her size? Like that makes no sense to me. I mean, she is his wife. So yeah, but like Russ, he could never buy me a dress. Or he would just never like, that would just not be something he would be Dresses trying are, to do. It's such a hard thing to buy size <laughs> for. And they all just fit. Okay. Also, how, okay. When they're doing like, when they're doing the, the, was it prom or something? Yeah. At the, the, in the wilderness. Where do they get these tiki torches? Like it looked like a, <laughs> like a designed wedding. I'm like, there's like the flower crowns. I'm like, what? Like who designed, who was like the art designer behind this thing? Cause they did a really good job. Agreed. And where did um? What's her name? Uh, Christina Ricci's younger character. What's her name? At? Misty. 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 Where did she get all these shrooms? <laughs> that too. I mean, well, I, I guess did, I could see her kind of having them. I guess maybe. Like, but what? Where did they come from? And I just, it just, I don't know. The her plan was thing. to drug the coach and then like rape him. She was, but they weren't in love before. <laughs> She wasn't in love with him before the sh- the. It's like she just brought them on the plane. It doesn't make any sense. Why would she bring know. enough? How many shrooms <laughs> do you need? <laughs> that everyone had it. That it yeah. really messed up her. What I liked though is that they revealed um, that everything is because of Lottie. Like Lottie oh, yeah, is the I like one. That. Like she's doing alive. Everything. I guess. Yeah, she's alive. Um, I want to know like who Adam was or is. Like I thought it might be Javi. Um, a lot of people kind of thought the same thing because they were kind of alluding to it. Um, yeah, I want to know what's going on with him. That was like, because he was younger. She was saying he's like younger. Yeah, he so was I'm, younger. He kind of looks like him. He's all of a sudden like well, so obsessed. Well, R.I.P. <gasps> but, um, but okay, so I, also, I said... We both Sorry. said like we don't like the ghost stuff and then a lot of people were like there is no ghost stuff. It's all like manifestations of like Lottie's mental illness and I said okay yeah sure but with the exception of Taisa who is ta- who saw Why is she sh- digging had, dirt have has flashbacks of seeing dead people. Yeah, I don't know. Right? It's, they need to. I I need to figure out what the like actual supernatural stuff is. Like, is there a woman in the trees? Their son scares. I think the scariest character the son, is their son. He's the yes. scariest character. I get like very anxious whenever he's on the screen, like wondering what he's gonna. Like, what he's gonna scary do. children are so much scarier than like yes scary adults. <laughs> and everything about him is extremely creepy. And like, okay. what did she find? What did the wife find in the in the basement? Like the dead dog. Oh my god! Yes, the head of a dead dog. And that Which was we, like Taisa? That who was Taisa, yes. Okay. I think. Or Lottie or Taisa and Lottie or Lottie and Taisa are the same person or right. who knows. Also, why did no one care that Shauna was sleeping with Jackie's boyfriend? Like, I'd be annoyed if I were her <gasps> too. Like, she Wait. like reveals the whole thing and everyone's like, okay. Like, I know. who cares? Also, Wait. sorry. Yeah, go, 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 go. No, I, <laughs> like, you go and then me. <laughs> if, why would Jackie not just go inside if it was so cold, like just go inside. I agree. Like <laughs> right. knock on the door. The door's probably open. Like you could just go and like I think I find it very hard to believe that someone would freeze to death rather than just go inside. The door is right there. Like you can't just sleep and then all of a sudden be like buried. You wouldn't be able to fall asleep. You, you would, would have wake to like wake up. It's too cold. You would right, wake you would up, wake from up being and go chilly. inside. The urge for like to sur- to protect yourself or like for internal survival is such that you wouldn't just be s- freezing to death right outside of a warm home. Exactly. I don't believe that. Your sleep cycles protect you from th- from danger actually. I've learned <laughs> through baby stuff. Wait, hold on. I just had a theory that just came to me and I said it briefly, but I think it has some validity. What if Taisa and Lottie are 
Like, what if Taisa had like a, a schizophrenic type of break and she assumed the personality or is Lottie in like another as a, like maybe Lottie did die, but she is now Lottie in this new life. And so she kind of is both people like she is doing the thing that they are like, do you know a Lottie person like that is still her. Hmm. I could see that <gasps> theory. <laughs> could be i thought the finale was good i'm kind of missing that like there hasn't been a show in a while where i was like i need to know the answers behind like what happened i'm excited yeah i'm excited for season two i'm sure it'll be a while but it was scary to watch at night right it is scary it's like very you know what i really hate their intro is like terrifying oh my god like intro song (laughs) they don't even let you skip it um i I showtime get with the program the music makes me anxious the visual, like the lights, I feel like I'm like in like a scary underground rave. Yeah, where someone's gonna forward. die. Um, I, and it's too I really long. don't it's like, like it. seven minutes. Exactly. <laughs> um, but that's it for Yellow Jackets for the season because the finale was there, and we will be back next week. Um, and we'll talk more about Sex in the City, and we'll talk more about other stuff. And you can follow me at Jordana Abraham. Follow me at Sammy, and I'm at Eileen. Be sure to rate, review, and follow our show on Apple and Spotify. You guys, if you really like this show, can you please leave us a review? We would really, really appreciate it. We love those reviews. Or, you know, leave a five star and write what's your favorite show that you want us to go watch or binge or rewatch. I was thinking about maybe watching Yellowtail. Do some suggestions. Maybe post your Yellow Jackets. Yellowtail. Sorry. Yellowstone. (laughs) I am wine on my mind. (laughs) But... But maybe put like what your theories are for Yellow Jackets in our reviews. Give us five stars. Go do it. And um, subscribe too. It's always fun when you do that. And then we will be back next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.